What's up, everybody? Welcome to Neighborly Discourse with Billy and Steve. I am Billy. Steve decided uh, he can't come in today. Called out sick. He's tired. Usually I would give him crap, but he no longer lives across the street. He lives far away. So I don't know who needs rest from sitting down and talking. But I give it a pass because it's a drive. You know what I mean? You don't want anybody driving tiredly. That's a problem. That being said, we're going to run through this quickly today. Nice and easy. First topic, sports. My favorite of all, Buffalo Bills. Got my Bills Mafia shirt on. Yes, Buffalo came in second place yesterday, so that's a bit of a problem. It would not be a problem had they beaten the Jets last week or the Dolphins a few weeks before that or beaten them both. Losing to a non-conference team, unless you're trying to be undefeated, is not that big of a deal. All right? Losing, you're not going to win them all, so be it. Like, that's not, not a big deal. You know, I joke about this, but in all seriousness, I'm serious as well. Dolphins celebrate individual victories as a Bills fan. Get to the playoffs. I don't care about the regular season. You want to be first seed, going to Buffalo could be difficult for other teams, so get to the playoffs, try to get the first seed, but get to the playoffs. Individual wins don't mean anything. Like, yes, we win, great. Buffalo loses, crap, that sucks. You move on. But losing yesterday, because Buffalo has lost to the Jets, because they have lost to Miami, they went from first in the division to third in the division. Losing yesterday took them from first in the conference to sixth in the conference because Kansas City won. And again, Jets and Miami are ahead of Buffalo. And they jumped them again from first to third in the division, first to sixth in the uh, overall standings. So that's a bit of a problem. I am nervous, but not nervous. Worried, not nervous. Not, not worried, not worried. Nervous, not nervous because of one thing. Buffalo's biggest issue, the team that plays the best defense against them, is their offense, is the mistakes, the poor play calls. I'm looking here. You had, um, I think uh, Singletary had 47 yards rushing for the game. On one run, he got 21 yards. In the first half, he had 40 yards and two touchdowns. He ended about that. He ended with 47 and no and, and two touchdowns. He had one fumble. It was suspect. He's flipped upside down. One angle showed the ball coming loose, maybe with his elbow down. The other, you couldn't really tell. Call, stands, as called on the field. I'm f- fine by me. Unless it's glaringly obvious, you leave it what the refs called, okay? They called fumble. It's a fumble. You don't run the ball in the second half. J- uh, James Cooks, he gets to 22 yards for the game again. Josh Allen, he's escaping, running. That's where he's getting his yards. Not, I didn't see too many called runs. But I saw some escapability in him running down the field, which is great. But, man, his ability to be great protecting the football versus just go out there and wing it is night and day. He's like, I saw a stat last night. And remember this if you're a Bills fan from last year. Something like 60-plus quarters, no turnovers in the red zone. He threw two yesterday. He threw one the week before, I believe. I don't know what is it about. And these aren't even like Brett Favre, I've got a cannon, so I'm going to gun it through somebody. They're like running to the side, looking the other way and throwing one of these, not towards 
his receiver. So I don't understand where that's coming from. So again, other teams I'm not worried about. Like I said, Buffalo was beating the doors off of Minnesota yesterday. It wasn't even close, except for a, a two-touchdown lead, a 10-point, 14-point lead. Let's keep passing the ball 50 yards down the field. I don't get it. I really don't. I'm going to say, I don't know if these, like Ken Dorsey, he came up and he's uh, he's part of the greatest college team of all time, 2001 Hurricanes team. Don't try to debate me. I'm not a Hurricanes fan, but you can't debate me on that one. Go look it up, 2001 Hurricane team, the best there ever was. So he knows the value of a running game. All right, He wasn't the greatest quarterback. So is he living vicariously through Josh Allen? Let's throw, 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 throw. I mean, second, it was third and two from the two. And they do, I don't know what play they call, some bizarre pass didn't work. Let's go for the field goal. Let's go up from 10 points to 13 points. It's a field goal. And we're going to go for it on fourth down. I'm not against that. You're at the two-yard line. If you don't get it, your defense should do pretty well. Let's force the ball to Dawson Knox, who won his 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", maybe tall guy outrunning a corner or a linebacker, but you have Xavier Rhodes or Patrick Peterson, excuse me, right in front of you, and you darted at him. I don't understand that. Where's the touch over the back to your tall tight end? Woods takes it 40 yards. Allen, as Patterson, I'm sorry, Patterson, as he's on the ground, jumps down to punch the ball out. Bro, you're the most important player on the team. Whether that guy runs it back for a touchdown or not, you get the hell away from the from him. If you go down, Buffalo's season is pretty much shot. The team is good, not great. Case, Case Keenum is okay, not good. If you go down punching a ball out on a guy who's already tackled, that's a problem. And I don't want to hear this oh, as a competitor. He's a football player. That involves brains also. That involves knowing your importance to the team. All right? So... Losing to Miami a while back was, is a problem. Shouldn't have lost to the Jets. You shouldn't have lost yesterday to Minnesota. But when you lose the silly games, it's going to come back and bite you in the ass. And right now it's what it's doing. And again, I'm not worried. Buffalo's mistakes are fixable. If the quarterback, excuse me, um, the coaches open their eyes, run the ball more. I mean, Singletary ran down the throat of the, of the Vikings the first two drives. Like nobody was on the team, on the field. Let's abandon it. He's doing too good. Let's shut it down. Maybe they feel like they got to get Josh Allen touchdown passes. They ran the ball for two touchdowns. That's on the five-yard line. They get down there a couple more times. Let's screw it up. I don't get it. I do not get it. Buffalo's biggest defense they face is themselves, is their coaching. Is Josh Allen's inability at times to not protect the ball. We say it all the time here. I say it. The old man says it. You can do that against the bad teams in during the season. You cannot do that versus the good teams in the playoffs. In the playoffs, after the, the wild card weekend, divisional conference in the Super Bowl, teams are good. You weed out all the bad ones. Good offense, good defense, good special teams. You got to be good in all of those. You know, I, I still think the Kansas City game from last year, Josh Allen isn't going to have four touchdowns in three minutes and, and, and two minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's not going to happen. you got to sustain drives. You have to learn how to close out a game. Buffalo has a problem doing that. 
They get up so big and they think we got to keep going. Listen, I'm all for keep going. I'm not for running down the clock and do nothing with three and outs. But you have to attempt to run the ball. All right? That's my issue with Buffalo. They beat themselves all the time. Now, the other team, Minnesota, great job, bro. You came back. Hell of a game. I'm listening to Red Zone Channel, Andrew Siciliano on DirecTV. The greatest game maybe ever. Listen, it wasn't even the greatest game yesterday. Bad mistakes don't constitute a good game. You want to see a good game, look at the Bears in, in Detroit. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. From what I can see, Fields runs way too much for me, but he's not running 5, 10-yard clips. When he breaks free, he breaks for like 50-plus yards. I think he had two 50-plus-yard runs yesterday. You know, when your quarterback is getting 150 yards a game, that's a problem. But when two of your runs are 100 yards, you can't be mad at that. He's doing a little better passing, I think anyway, as a regular guy sitting here in my garage. He's got some touch. He doesn't throw that flat ball that Lamar Jackson throws, that that uh, Murray throws. I'm trying to think of running quarterbacks. They all have this flat ball. Russell Wilson, he's got an arc. That ball goes up and that ball comes down. Um, I don't think Fields has that, but it's not a flat rope every time. He's got some touch. Now angle it. Learn the accuracy. Go for it. Some passes he had yesterday were great. Great. The one to Cole Komet, he had him in stride. He had a stop and turn. I get it. But sometimes, even as a professional player, you turn around, holy crap, that guy's got nobody around him for 50 yards. You get so nervous, you want to get the ball where it needs to be, you just put it there. And the guy can adjust because there's literally nobody around him. So that game yesterday, that Detroit game, and I'm glad Detroit won. I, I they That team, for that coach, they do not give up. They can score. They've been blown out. They try every single game they play. That goes to Dan Campbell and relating to his players. I'm not sure what's going on there, but they don't quit. You can see coaches and teams who disconnect. You can see that. They do not. I'm watching the Bears. They're coming along strong, man. That's Their defense is okay. They got some good players. But, man, Fields is looking good. And I know people, and again, I'm not a running quarterback guy. Your quarterback needs to pass, not run. But when he's getting 150 a game and one run is for 70, uh, 55, 45, when he's getting chunks at a time, he's not running 15 times for 150, which he I think he did the game before. He's running two times for 100 and five times for 40. That's a good mix-up. Inside the five, he's a huge weapon because you have Herbert, you have Montgomery, and you've got Fields bootleg, and he's learning to get touch, and they're finally using Cole Komet. The guy's a monster out there. Interesting team to look at. And again, Vikings, their offensive guy they have now, the new coach, I forgot his name, they're looking great. They've had Zimmer for X money years, defense first, they'll do some stuff. This guy's got them doing some offense, running, passing, big plays. I'll say this with Buffalo, this fourth and 18 to Justin Jefferson. Why is the defensive back going up like this? You go up like this and smack the ball down. Game would have been over. Buffalo gets the ball on a fourth down stop, two fourth down stops, because Buffalo jumped off sides on one. At the end of the game, they stop him. They're on the one foot line. You're not quarterback sneaking out of that. It's not going to work, no matter how big your guy is. On top of that, he fumbles. 
You got you got you have Stefan Diggs. You've got Dawson Knox. You've got a quick five and out go. You don't that that was not a good play call. I didn't expect the result of a fumble. I expected a safety. They would still be up by um I think they were up by seven or, or three or four at the time. They'd still be up by two. And I expected the safety to be there. And then they kick it off. Then then you gotta defend. 40 seconds for a touchdown, or, or, or 30 seconds for a touchdown. Hopefully, or for a field goal, I'm sorry. Hopefully you can do that. But man, that quarterback sneak was not a good play there. And I'm not playing the result. I expected them to get sacked for a safety. And then you punt it away. The old man was saying, it's 30 seconds. Send digs deep. You know? Josh Allen's got, a, got an arm for 80 yards. Send someone deep. Roll back. Throw it up there. 10 yards comes off the clock. If it's incomplete, it's incomplete. If it's intercepted, it's like a punt. Maybe it's back there by the 50-yard line, something like that. But it was just a bad play. And again, not playing the result. These are football plays, strategy plays. You have to know what to do. We talk about um, Bill Belichick all the time. I think one year against Denver, this is not even Peyton Manning Denver, he ended up, he had his team do a safety and punt the ball away because where he were where he was, time on the clock didn't add up intentionally take the safety, punt the ball away, get back to neutral field with your defense and be fine. And I expected that from Buffalo yesterday. When they were driving down with um a fourth down or on the fourth quarter, they were up by four. I'm thinking to myself, at this point, you're running through the offense with no problem, or through Minnesota's defense. Let them score. They're down by four. You can get a field goal to tie it, and you'll have two timeouts with like a minute left. I was thinking, let them score. I didn't expect the fourth down stop. They happened. Great job. Offense screwed that one up too. Then Josh Allen in overtime, throwing to, I think, Gabriel Davis with three guys there. What are you doing? What do you, I don't understand that. It's weird, man. But what else yesterday? The battle of the bad quarterbacks or backup quarterbacks, Arizona and the Rams, that was a dud. Cooper Cup may have gotten hurt. I feel bad for guys who get hurt. Jerry Judy, somebody rolled up on his Achilles, it looked like. He's sitting there grabbing it. You can tell it's a problem. That was tough. Ham, for the Minnesota Vikings, scored his first touchdown in five years. I like stuff like that. Call me sentimental. I love stuff like that. That's pretty cool. I like the dedication that these guys put into becoming professional athletes, into becoming football players. They're not just waking up one day and thinking, oh, I'm going to go play football. No, man. Very few guys are like that. Very, 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 very few. Darren McFadden comes to mind years and years and years ago. He was always, I think it's where the phrase bigger, stronger, faster came from. He was always bigger, stronger, and faster than everybody else. Same as Ricky Williams. They were just too big and fast and good to not play. Nobody could stop them. Ricky Williams especially. He doesn't, I don't really like football, but I was. they couldn't stop me. So what the hell? I might as well go make a few million dollars. That's what he did. But these guys are dedicated. So when they get hurt, I'm like, damn, that sucks. When they get a good play, that's awesome. I'm not looking like I have family members, friends. Oh, he, he, he ducked down. He's a sissy. Stop, you know, don't take a hit. Barrel the guy over. Listen, man, just because they make $5 million a year, $10 million a year, doesn't mean they should go and get their brains literally. Like, again, I'm, I'm a guy that says you're being paid. Go out there and play. The, the people, the fans who complain about, oh, head injuries, oh, this, oh, that. Shut up. These guys are paid to play. They're athletes. They're built different than you and I. They go and do their thing. They know the risk of getting crushed and, and going back in the game. Very few guys say, oh, I got hit. 
I'm, I'm taking to the sideline. No, you got to hide their helmets because they will go back in. So when these guys get hit or take a bad thing or they get injured, it bothers me. Their job happens to be professional athlete. It happens to pay them $10 million a year. They're still people. So when they make the smart play to protect themselves or whatever, I'll be pissed off. You didn't get my team a first down, but I'm, I'm not losing my mind on what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, come on. But um, I like to see the guys like that. I like to see the big play. I like to see the guy who's uh, Buda Baker yesterday picked off the, the kid in uh, – that's how old I now. I say the kid – for the Rams. He had a foot injury, a heel injury, something he wasn't supposed to play. Supposed to be a, a, a four- to six-week injury. He's in there playing, gets the interception, ends the game. I like stuff like that. These guys are different than you and I. They have a, a different mentality. Um, you know, Liam had a basketball game yesterday, so I missed the fourth quarter of the Bills game. Uh, that being said, it's Amy's fault. She had a Bills shirt on during the game, took it off to get dressed to go to the to the basketball game. She understands that she's the problem and why Buffalo lost. She happened to mention it as well. Oh, I took my Bills shirt off. Is that good luck? Well, you already you already shot the Buffalo in the foot at that time, so you know that's what happens. I got this is the shirt I wore yesterday. So you guys who watch or who listen who know my Bills superstition, I wear a shirt until they lose. They lost. One and done. I got to wash it. It sucks. I got a few more shirts to put on, um, but I don't I don't change them until they lose. They lost. I got to change it. I had to find a shirt this morning to grab it. I saw a blue one hanging over the chair, grabbed it, put it on. You know, it's, it, it's what happened. So that's my, my sports stuff, man. I love football. It sucks. Buffalo lost. Uh, Bears are looking good. I'm trying to think of other games. Dolphins. That speed, man. I'm not sure if you can contend with that speed for most teams. It is ridiculous. The speed they have, Moster, Wilson now, Waddle, Hill, obviously. I mean, you don't got to go deep with those guys, even though they outrun the defender by like 30 yards and Tua has no arm strength. They have to come back for a duck and get a pass interference. That's a benefit also. A team looks strong, man. Will Who can stop that speed? Who can slow it down? Or will they find a way to screw it up themselves? Who knows? Last night with uh, not last night the was it last night? No, last night was the um, 49ers. I'm talking about them. I'm talking about Packers and Dallas. You know, you know, my McCarthy wants to be Aaron Rodgers. You know, Rodgers wants to beat McCarthy. Packers ended up, I think, taking it last night. I think I don't know to be honest. I, I really didn't pay attention. When my parents' house for dinner afterwards, I sat down. Oh yeah, Dallas lost. Good game. Should have won. Yesterday was the day of the coulda, shoulda, wouldas. Buffalo shouldn't won. Uh, Dallas should have won. It happens. So let me see here. Politics. I mean, what do you want to talk about? Democrats stealing the election or the Republicans having no balls to prove it or want to prove it? Pick one. Because I asked that question on the Twitter machine. What are you more upset at? The Democrats who cheat or the Republicans refuse to do anything about it? Are you mad at the judges who, when you bring these claims to court, they say, no, there's not enough evidence, even though in some people's eyes, there's more than enough evidence? What do you do? The Democrats have created such a mob mentality that if you go against them, they'll burn the country down. I do think that plays a part in these judges not wanting to review some of these allegations. I put another meme out here so I can find it about um, about the uh, election integrity. I read it to you. I write these things. I don't always remember how they go word for word. 
Uh, let me see here. Da, 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 da. Um, I posted up on a lot of stuff. Like pretty much every time something puts somebody puts something on um, election stuff. All right, here we go. For example, Florida had early and mail-in voting. Florida is also densely populated. There were absolutely no issues with the calculating of votes. The only reason to not address constant voting concerns is because if you do, you can no longer cheat. That is the only logical answer as to why it is allowed to continuously happen when it can be fixed. Convince me otherwise. So, convince me otherwise. Other than cheating, why would Arizona continuously have problems with their voting? Why would Pennsylvania, maybe not so much now because the, the, the Republic, the Democrat leader was already leading, but why do these places, liberal-run, Democrat-run places, why do they always have problems? Other than manipulation, other than cheating, why do they refuse to fix the election process? And it can be fixed. I only cited Florida because we live in Florida. We had mail-in voting. We have a lot of people in Florida. There, the election was done that night, no questions asked. Why does Pennsylvania wait to count the votes the day of the election when they have two or three weeks of early voting? Why do they wait to that day? Why? Is it because they have to wait and see where's what the, who has what lead so they can start doing their thing? You tell me. I don't understand why you would not fix election issues other than doing shady business. You know, this clip is going to be on Rumble because YouTube definitely will not play it. So I'm going to pass it around left and right. You tell me, convince me otherwise. Other than cheating, why would you not fix the election process? And don't say it cannot be fixed. I just cited Florida. There's hundreds, thousands of other counties that did not have this problem. Yet the ones that need Democrats to win always seem to have this issue. Why does it happen? You know, you got to tell me. I think they took the Senate, maybe the House still. And another thing, Jeff was in here on Friday. I wanted to ask him his thoughts on the people who vote. Like, look at Georgia. They ousted Stacey Abrams like that. Wasn't even close. But a few people I saw interviewed, I was worried about the governor, not the Senate, not the House, not Congress. So they vote Republican governor and then say, eh, they're not voting for the House or Senate. So now we have a runoff. And I heard the other day they found more ballots for um, the preacher guy. I don't know what his name is. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like, I, only, I live in the state, so I'm only going to vote on the governor who runs my state, so I'm not going to worry about the liberal or conservative Congress. Well, you should, because they're the ones that are going to try to force kids' vaccines to go to school. They're the ones that's going to try to force, you know, shady business deals, keep giving money to Ukraine, which we saw the other day, comes back and funds these Democrats. I mean, wouldn't you want someone to investigate why we're giving billions upon billions of dollars to the Ukraine for a war that's still going on? Wouldn't you want that investigated? How come nobody wants any of these politicians 
who do this stuff. Right now, it's the Democrats in power. Why do you not want the billions of dollars they spend to not be investigated? Where's the audits? Why are you okay with accepting what the Democrats say, but not what the Republicans say? I have a problem with some of the stuff they say, Republicans-wise. I vote for them. They say very little that I disagree with. But I don't understand the, the Democrats. Democracy won. Women's rights won. What women's rights? Again, I'm speaking for Florida. They ran on this women's rights. We're going to lose our rights. Rights for what? Tell me right now. For abortion? And Florida, you have 15 weeks. Do you not know you were raped and impregnated within 15 weeks? Is it news to you on week 16? Oh, man. I was raped and I'm pregnant. I need an abortion. That doesn't happen. You don't have those bells go off in the first five weeks, six weeks. I mean, come on. This women's rights stuff, you have, you have to be not intelligent to believe it. America is 50 individual states. They're individual little countries. Each state has their own set of rules. If you don't like it, you're free to move somewhere else. If abortion is your number one thing, you, have a, you live a very charmed life. The gas is good. Groceries are good. You're not worried about a war breaking out coming over here. Uh, immigrants coming over, flooding, flooding the country with good people and very bad people. If abortion is your number one thing, oh boy, I wish I lived a charmed life like you do. It doesn't make sense to me. Women's rights. I mean, there's only there's a very few that have zero tolerance. If you, if you need abortion or you're worried about being raped in Oklahoma, suggest you move. I really do. If you're worried about being raped and not being able to have an abortion, don't worry about the abortion. Worry about the rape and move out of Oklahoma. Okay? Most states have a reasonable time frame for abortion. Even the ones that are super late, that's crazy talk to abort a baby still umbilical cord attached, but you have the opportunity to have an abortion still. Crazy talk, but if you're worried about zero tolerance, you should be worried more about the rape and get out of that state, okay? So for these people of Florida, um, other places that have 10 weeks, 20 weeks, whatever it is, you're going to know you were raped within 20 weeks, okay? Within 15 weeks. Come on. Women's right democracy. Get out of here with that. But again, there's no substance behind anything the Democrats say. There's not. There is substance behind what Republicans say because you can see it. When people talk about the red wave, obviously it makes sense. Everybody understands kids and their importance in protecting them, except for the crazy liberals. Everybody understands inflation is a problem, gas prices, food, that's a problem. Everybody understands sending billions, again, with inflation, shutting down schools, the war, all these things. Everybody knows it's a problem. So to predict a red wave, that's obvious. But some people, they go Democrat first. They do not care about common sense. They're still going to bitch and complain at the pump, at the, at the cashier's desk, at the store. They're not going to look in the mirror and, believe, and see they are the problem for voting in this insanity because they are the ones doing it. 
or because you know you got the vote locked up, you don't really need you don't really need to say anything or do anything. You tell me. You know, convince me otherwise. Other than allowing shady stuff to happen, why wouldn't some of these states who are constantly in the spotlight for making mistakes, why won't they fix it? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to finish up with this here. This is going to jump into a conspiracy corner, maybe, depending on how much I get out here. But uh, I was watching the election stuff. The old man, I asked him, I said, hey, you see these guys on, on Fox talking about Trump is the problem with the Republican Party. He's the one who lost some of these people. I asked Jeff on Friday, is Trump hurting the Republican Party? He said yes, 100%. He didn't want to vote for Trump last time, but his, op- but his, his options were Trump and Biden. He doesn't want Biden, so he had to go for Trump. Is Trump hurting the party? I don't know. If he runs, will I vote for him? Yes, hands down. No question about it. I Like I said to Jeff on Friday, I believe, uh, quote unquote, blowing up Washington, uh, uh, metaphorically speaking, corruption is much more important than anything that can be going on right now. Because people will have to see how bad it really is. And I believe Trump is the only one willing to do it. I think you realize from the last four years, he had people against him. He tried to play nice, all this stuff. It bothered a lot of people. He was that way of being harsh and blunt and stuff like that. Personally, I love it. But I think at this point in time, showing how truly corrupt Washington is, is the only thing that can save this country. And I think Trump was banking on getting a hold hold of Congress, a hold of the Senate, and they would stop that indictment that may or may not be coming after him. So I think it's going to be a big problem. Now, that being said, why are they still gunning after Trump? Here's my conspiracy theory here. Again, maybe I'll elaborate more. Maybe I'll cut this and put it to a conspiracy corner. My theory as to why they are still worried about Trump and not DeSantis because Trump is still a loose cannon. He still knows what's going on. His agenda is exposing Washington. DeSantis's agenda is giving power to the people. No CRT, no woke crap. Um, you know, women, you can still have your abortions. It's going to be low, 15 weeks, your first trimester. It's a balance for everybody. Everybody's going to benefit from Ron DeSantis. Look at Florida. Again, Miami-Dade County, always liberal, flipped it. West Palm, always liberal, flipped it. These people see what's going on. Ron DeSantis understands that everybody is part of Florida, regardless of your party, and he serves everybody. So my guess is, if that gets elected, the Democrats can still do what they want to do. They can still you know, do stuff behind closed doors. So they, they'd, be, they'd be like, oh man, that sucks. We lost to DeSantis. Shucks. Us as Republicans, oh yeah, we're taking back the country. Woo! Democrats wouldn't care. The liberal elite, they wouldn't care. DeSantis would be focused on the country, on bettering Americans. <clears throat> Excuse me. They could still go behind closed doors and ruin everything for us. Trump will not let that happen, in my opinion. So they will still, they will still go after Trump. So maybe they're the ones sowing this discord in our brains. 
Is Trump bad for the Republican Party? I'm questioning it because DeSantis would be a better politician, but I still believe we do not need a politician in there. We need someone to go roughshod and expose the, ins- expose the insanity that is the Democratic Party, that is the uniparty, the elitist in Washington, the machine. I think that's the most important thing that can happen to America, is that being exposed. I don't think DeSantis will do it. Not, not as that it's a bad thing. He will get our country okay. But I think we need more, in my opinion. And I think Trump's the only one that doesn't have skin in the game anymore. He's got four years and that's it. He's not a politician. He's not looking to do more after. He really scares them because he will go in there and just destroy it. Again, he knew he had people in his cabinet, in his advisory board, whatever it is, that were against him. It took him two years to weed it out. Then he got hit with COVID. And he got a lot done. So imagine what he could do with just screw you guys, I'm doing it myself, which is not the best mindset. Trump does get in his own way. So, so I'll finish with this here about is he, is he becoming a problem for the party? <clears throat> Look what he said about Ron Santos twice. Ron is sanctimonious. He's this. I taught him to do this. I taught him to do that. He'd be nothing without me. Listen, let's say you taught him to be edgy, which you might have done. Why, why are you bad-mouthing him? Why are you giving him crap? Why is Florida the best state in the country and you're mad at the guy or, or giving him crap for being good, for being the new face of the party? Why are you giving crap to Candace Owens? Why are you saying that she's attacking you when you're boasting about Trump, Trump, when you're boasting about the vaccine? I got three vaccines. I did it better than anybody. And she's like, your fan base doesn't like the vaccine. I'm part of your fan base. I don't like the vaccine. I think it's a joke. Don't. Why are you going at her? Because somebody wrote some silly headline of all the people in the country, in the world, who has incorrect, misinformed, insane uh, headlines written about them. Trump should recognize one when he sees it. Candace Owens said this about Trump. I don't think she did. She said she didn't. She clarified what she said. Go look it up on YouTube. So he's coming after her. So is he a problem for the party? I don't know if he's necessarily a problem, but for the people who he got backed, they got the nomination. But the regular Republicans, you call them MAGA Republicans and regular Republicans, they're like, huh, I want a Democrat. Excuse me, I want a Republican. I want the insanity to stop. But do I want somebody in there that's going to be doing Trump's bidding? Is that what I want? Like to Jeff's point, he's, he's not for Trump anymore. So are you going to vote for somebody who is being backed, who is being, you know, Again, the bidding of someone you don't particularly care for. Look at all the people who voted for governors and not look at Georgia, especially. That's what I was saying earlier. They they wiped the floor with with Stacey Abrams, got her out of there, but nobody voted for the Senate of the Congress. Herschel Walker, had they voted down the line, would have destroyed the other guy. I can't think of his name again. I'm not, you know this. Positive is my thing. I it whatever. But Walker would have destroyed him had they voted down the line. Republican, Republican, Republican. Because the governor, Stacey Abrams was gone. Congress, they didn't care about. So these people are like, you know what? 
I need a, I need a Republican in there, but I don't want a, a MAGA Republican. I don't want a Trump-backed Republican. I'm not going to vote at all. Knowing a no vote is a vote for the, for the Democrats. So is he or is he not hurting the party? I would still vote for him because I believe showing the problem in Washington is the biggest thing. But I would 100% vote for DeSantis. I think he is presidential. I think he's edgy with polish. Something Trump is not. Now, is it is it the rhinos, the, the liberals, sowing this thought into my head? I don't think so, because I'm basing it on two things. Going after DeSantis, and then going after Candace Owens. I don't understand that move, especially DeSantis. So... I'd still vote for him. Reel it in, though. I'm on Truth Social. I see what he says. A little bit less on the voter fraud stuff. You know, you got you to gotta reel that in as well. The election's over. 2020's gone. Focus on the future. What could you do positive? Because people don't want to have the same thing from four years ago. They want to advance. The country's falling apart. I think he can fix it. All depends on how he goes about it. Like Brett Favre. Like America. Like Donald Trump. What makes it great is what the problems are. Brett Favre, strong arm, going crazy, the big deep bomb, also being reckless. America, the freedom, do what you want, prosper, be great. But the punishments don't fit the crime, crazy ones rampant most of the time. Trump, I like your edge. I like that you're not in there playing the game. But some people do, so reel it back a little bit. You gotta you gotta find the way. You gotta maneuver. You gotta be a politician in the true sense of the form. You gotta be able to, to get through to everybody. So that's it for me. That's a quick, what, that 40 minutes? That works. I'm down for that. We'll talk more on Friday. Steve will be here. I'm gonna try to get a conspiracy corner in here, building off of. I believe the liberals think that women are the most unintelligent of the human species. I will build off that sometime this week. I might go a little more in depth to the Trump. Is he or is he not a problem to the party? I may do a little more. I may just take this. Who knows? Maybe I'll try to get the old man in here sometime this week before Friday. I'm not sure. You know, I want to do stuff, but then we have life as well. Work, kids. Sports. Seems like every every night Liam's got something going on. Briella's got her things as well. As a matter of fact, Briella has more nights and days doing stuff than Liam does as far as extracurricular activities. So we do our thing. We try to get out there. Well, that's why we need you to like, to share, to subscribe. Twitter, Gitter, Neighborly Discourse on, fa- on Facebook, the podcast, the YouTube channel, Rumble. Again, well, I think we got Seven more days before we're out of YouTube jail. I think the 11th or the 21st. We're either out of it or we got to the 21st. So go to Rumble. The full podcast, this podcast, will be on Rumble. It will. Clips will be on YouTube. Share them anywhere. Subscribe anywhere. Like, follow, do that. Help us. That's pretty much it, guys. Go Buffalo. We'll have to, you know, wash the shirt now, get the bad juju off of it. Is Trump hurting the party? I don't know. I'm still going to vote for him, but I am a huge DeSantis fan. 
And uh, I think that's it. You guys have a great day.